ladies and gentlemen, this is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the president and CEO of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. We are just, we are less than 24 hours away from the biggest show in RAWF history. Let me bring on my co-host and we can discuss it about, discuss it more. He is the one and only... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome El Vacant. El Vacant, good evening, sir. Ah, como esta, mi amigo? I am, I, I am as excited as I've ever been, I, I have to say. We are just a few short hours away from Immortal 7 Live from the Superdome in New Orleans. The greatest pay-per-view of all time in R.A.W.F. with the greatest featuring the greatest tournament of all time in R.A.W.F. And the greatest match of all time. In R.A.W.F. It is going to be history in the making tomorrow in the Superdome. Ah, I mean, how are how are you preparing? How how excited are you for tomorrow, El Vacant? I mean, very excited. I, you know, I've stocked up on on, uh, on all the on beer and nachos and sour cream and guacamole. And, well, you know, everything for the trucks, you know, like, uh, I'm expecting, you know, it's going to be very, very, very busy at the trucks, you know, because, you know, it's, it's going to be nice out, the weather's lovely, you know, we've got one of the biggest audiences in the history of R.A.W.F., this ought to be a beautiful thing. It should be, it should definitely be the Superdome, I mean, ticket sales are out the, off the roof, We, I, I do anticipate on us filling the Superdome tomorrow night, it should be one hell of an event. Uh, starring so many superstars, not just from REWF, but from all of Unstoppable as well. It is going to be an amazing thing. So let's start off first. Let's get to some GM reports, if we can get those kicked off so that we can uh, give you the full Immortal card. So I have the tag team report from Unstoppable. The final top five of season three is as follows. In first, and congratulations to the Tootsie Rollers, Hobo Ezekiel and Moxie, who will be facing hotness at Immortal. So Tootsie Rollers' chance to regain the titles at Immortal tomorrow. In second place is Swords and Scimitars, Claymore and the Teflon Sheik. In third place, the Bronx Irish Connection, Maeve O'Hare and Luke Cage. In fourth was the Feral Beasts, which was Beast and Cougar. And in fifth place was Tango and Cash, which was the Hawkster and Uber Vegan TPO. Uh, the full top ten of Season 3 has been posted in the Season 3 scene. Sign-ups for Season 4 of Tags will be closing tomorrow. If you're looking for a partner, check out the Tag scene. There are several people looking for a part- Tag partner. Also, uh, sign-ups for the Extra Points Tournament is open. You have until May 3rd to get signed up for the new Extra Points Tournament. 
So congratulations to the Tootsie Rollers, and we're going to talk a bit about them in just a little bit. They found themselves in an interesting situation as well, not just because they're challenging for the tag team titles, but because, well, they've actually pissed off a certain clown and his partner, and we'll talk about that in just a bit. Uh, Moving right along, we now turn to our high voltage and and hormonal and the battle of the hormones GM. She is. First Lady of Anarchy, ladies and gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. Hello, Vacant. How are you? How are you no better now? (laughs) (laughs) You know better now. What do you know better? No, I said you know better now. Because, you know, you're here and you're smiling and you brought the tatas. Yeah, see, better (laughs) (laughs) So I, want, I guess you want me to get to business, L.A.? Yep, get to business, if you would, Goose, please. I got some business. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with Battle of the Hormones. We finally got it down to our winner, and facing Crazy Mama will be none other than the Anarchy Beast himself, Beast. Wow. So it'll be Crazy so, Mama and Beast going for the Battle of the Hormone title. And correct me if I'm wrong, those two are uh, former, well, you know, they were, used to be a couple, Spouses. did they not? Yes. They yeah. were, yes. They were a married so couple at one time, yes. A battle, they were married. Oh, so a battle of ex, ex, ex husband and wife in a title for hormonal, for a hormonal <laughs> championship. Yeah, that has the makings of money. I like that. <laughs> Let's go with that. I try to deliver. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I try to deliver. Wow. That's just crazy. So, Coogs, real quick, I see that you you already have sign-ups going for the high-voltage invitational. Yes, for season 14, I have already set up the scene and sent out the um, company memo. I can let you know that we do have the unsettled Chris Cage going up against... Nightcrawler, if he wins, the top four people will be Revenge Gibson, Wildfire, Dez, and Big Effin. If he loses, Big Effin will be dropped, and he will go back into the top four. All right. 
and I, I do see a plethora of people already in there signing up. So uh, looks like looks looks like the high voltage invitational will be very interesting to say the least uh, going forward. So, all right, Coogs, thanks, and Nightcrawler defending against the uh, the unsettled Chris Cage. That one has the makings of a really bloody battle inside the electrified steel cage. All right. Thank you, Coogs. When when do you start the next season of Battle of the Hormones? You have to wait for the title match to finish to see if it's guys or girls, right? Correct. I have to wait for that uh, match to stop so I know if I'm signing up the women or the men. All right. That's what I figured. Thank you very much, Coogs. Uh, stick around. We, we will be talking to you about your big match tomorrow at Immortal. We now turn to our ultimate gauntlet GM, uh, he is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hour class of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it G Go and have your family slam Fuck around, beat it that hologram Big dog way off the collar, don't bother with the cake And keep me like the way I need my face Going six feet deep, where the dead man sleep With the rat that creep in my flesh for weight And then I'm making still sleep out of open wounds Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness Good evening, Paragon Good evening. Uh, of course, we know that there are um, no matches to report this as the gauntlet um, has a match set up for Immortal. But what I do have to report is very important to everybody in the roster. Uh, the priority signups will be ending tonight because as Immortal starts, I will send out a company message for general signups, meaning that your spot that is reserved for the priority signups. If you do not reconfirm tonight, you will lose that spot and you will have to go back to to the bottom of the list. So anybody that was currently on the list at the time that Davila ran the gauntlet that has not re-signed up, you need to get right to it because you've got only one night before you're going to be back into the pool with the rest of the roster. Back to and the pool with you. Back to the pool with you, absolutely. Uh, real quick, we want to talk about the Ultimate Gauntlet title match with you, Paragon. It is Anarchy's Beast defending against Davila. Uh, very interesting matchup. Davila, of course, an RAWF Hall of Famer. Beast has been on quite a tear. Do you have a prediction uh, for this match, or do you have, or at least some analysis? You know, it's a real hard prediction to make here. Uh, both absolutely top-notch competitors. You know, Beast has held on to this title for a while now. That being said, uh, Davila, uh, RAWF Hall of Famer, and I think that a lot of times in this business, you got to go with the momentum. And Davila just ran this gauntlet. She's fresh off of a mountain of momentum going into this pay-per-view. I think that Beast is going to have a hard time. Uh, and 
this should be an interesting note and something that perhaps Beast can um, can uh, live up to is Beast is the only RAWF Gauntlet champion since I've been the GM of this division to successfully defend that championship. So he may be in line to make history as the first time to defend it multiple times, or he may prove that it was a one-and-done and this is a championship that's going to be hard to keep a hold of when you have to defend it. We will find out certainly tomorrow at Immortal, and, the, and, and Beast certainly has his hands full, not just uh, with the ultimate gauntlet t- taking on Davila, but he's got a couple other big matches, of course, against Crazy Mama, as we mentioned a few minutes ago. So uh, Beast definitely has a chance to make a huge mark uh, and state his case. Uh, here in RAWF tomorrow at Immortal. All right, Paragon, definitely you need to stick around because we need to talk uh, more about your night tomorrow as well. Uh, last but not least, he is the RAWF Hatfield and McCoy GM. He is... couple things we need to talk about. First of all, Hatfield McCoy, we, we know about the match. It's the Mancunian Maniac defending against Zyberlings. Any analysis or yes. insight on this match you'd like to like to share with everybody since you're the GM? Uh, it's going to be a good rock. It's going to be a hard-fought match. It's going to be a... It's going to go down at dawn, and I'm looking for Mancunian Maniacs to retain the title. Yes, sir. Oh, wow, Call, predicting on the Maniac to beat Zyberlinks. All right, fair enough. You're the GM. Uh, when when can we see? When will we be seeing signups for the next season of Hatfield and McCoy? It'll be happening right after we decide who's going to be the winner. Who who wins this? Whoever wins this title, it'll either be oh. the Hatfields going at each other or the McCoys going at each other. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Boy, you got got the yes, sir going. And uh, Judge, you promised yes, me something last week. Here, you you promised me you were gonna get me Gwen Stefani to sing the national item to an- anthem tomorrow at Immortal. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Haven't heard from Gwen Stefani's people or anything. Judge, are they? Are are, are you sure this is going to happen? Yes, sir, because the reason you haven't heard anything is because you're not the contact person. See, I'm the contact person, so I heard she's already in, in, in town, and, and she, she's been rehearsing, and I was at the rehearsing today. Yes, sir. 
Mm-hmm. I was right there watching them rehearse. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, okay. Yes, yes sir. What, what, what have you... Uh, El Vacant? I, 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 I do. How you doing, Mr. El, El, El Vacant, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Good, good. And, you know, I, I, I have you guys' t-shirts made. You had oh, us you t-shirts, t-shirts made. And if you notice on the t-shirt, it says Judgment J. Esquire, Mr. R.E.W.F., the only wrestler to de- to defeat the Renner Raiders gauntlet. Yes, sir. Oh. So it lies. Where am I proud? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it's not lies. It's, it's, it happened. It's the truth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. Thank you, Judge. Stick around. Got more to talk to you about as well. Uh, but yes, that is our GM reports, ladies and gentlemen. We now turn to uh, the rankings. L vacant, take it away, sir. All righty. So here we go. Is, you know how this works, right? I give you the top 25, but it's not the final top 25 because, you know, obviously we haven't done all the matches yet because, you know, we still have matches at the pay-per-view. You know how this works. So this is for the first eight out of the 12 matches. Got eight out of 12. You know, you can do some math there. That means we have how many? Can you do it? Can you do it? Oh, wait, that's right. Four more matches to go before, you know, before we know for sure. But as it stands right now, we have. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are you ready? Uh, Blondie, are you ready? What? Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yes. So I, I'm trying to hype. Come on, let the, let the guy work here. Come on. All right. <laughs> so in 25th place we have Tigris. In 24th place we have Mark the Crow Joker guy Galliber. I don't, what do I even call him now? I can't call him Crow Joker. Seems weird. Okay, fine. But him, he's in he's in 24th. In 23rd place, uh, everyone's favorite redneck, uh, the Redneck Avenger. In 22nd place, one of my personal favorite wrestlers is John Taylor. Um, in uh, 21st place, we have Revenge Gibson. Uh, I haven't seen her in a while, so good for her. All right. In tw- oh, look at this. This is pretty nice. In 20th place, our returning lovely lady, Bubs. Hope you're out there, Bubs. All right. In 19th place, we have uh, Uber Vegan TPO. Does anyone actually know what the TPO stands for? Because I really want to know. It's Uber Vegan TPO. I have to say it every time, and I don't know what it means. All right. In 18th place, we have oh, this guy, this Claymore. All right. In 17th place, we have the White Lightning Champion, Nightcrawler. Uh, in 16th place, we have another one of these guys, Sin. Go him, yeah, yeah. All right. In 15th place, we have the Multimedia Champion, Europa Muscles. In 14th place, we have When Doves Cry, uh, Prince. Should he be in 7th place? You know, all 7, and we watch them fall. No? No, okay. All right. He's, I'm get, why am I getting this look? Just, I'm, I'm working here. All right. In 13th place, we have everyone's favorite Irish lady. We have uh, Mavo Hare. Hola, maybe. I see you out there. Um, in 12th place, we have uh, the resident bully, the Hawkster. That's right. He's in 12th. In 11th place, oh, clickety-clack. It's a hobo attack. That's right. Hobo Ezekiel in 11th place. In 10th place, we have our estrogen champion. That's right. Hola, Cougar. Welcome. Congratulations to the top 10. In ninth place, we have the ultimate gauntlet champion, Beast. Oh, look at that. Uh, and we have in eighth place, <laughs> funny enough, uh, superstars and hormonal champion, Crazy Mama, in eighth place. In seventh place, we have our national champion, Lady Vex. In sixth place, we have, all right, hold on. <sighs> the Poobar City Triple Crown Supreme Fighter Champion's Choice Champion, Dez. 
Okay, here we go. You got to take the deep breath to do all that. All right. In fifth place, we have our World and Platinum Dragon Champion, Mithras. In fourth place, we have the Great Red Dragon. In third place, we had Zyberlings. Look at that, Zyberlings coming up there in third place out of nowhere. All right. In second place, we have our Saturday Night Champion, Paragon of Greatness. Uh, I'm going to go you there, Pickle Boy. Uh, and then, uh, oh, God, really? Mm. I, I demand a recount. Mm, I recounted several times. Uh, do I, have to, I, I have to say it, don't I? You do. Fine. In first place is the Powerball champion, the Teflon Shrimp. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like it any more than you do, El Vacant. But you know, yeah. Hopefully, if we're lucky, we got this to cons- console ourselves. And I don't think we need to be lucky. I think we, the odds are for this. He will be the janitor in R.A.W.F. after this is all said and done. Let's hope. Anyhow. One can hope. <sighs> but that is where we that is where we stand eight out of twelve, three two thirds of the way through this period's rankings. And they can change and they probably will. So it's not over yet. Not over yet by a long shot. All right. Now we turn to Immortal 7, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow night in the New Orleans Superdome, it is going to be a hell of a fight. It is going to be a hell of a night. And it's just, wow. Let's talk about, first of all, the greatest tournament in RAWF history. It will be the seventh annual Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Right now, as it stands, 137 superstars from all over WU are signed up to participate in this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. It is, that is, that's awesome. And you still have a few hours to sign up, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to sign, if you're not in the tournament already, want to sign up for it, you have just a few short hours left to do so. Here are the payouts real quick. Uh, a total payout of 260 million coins, 12,000 wrestler bucks, eight companies, four nameplates, two promo pricks, and an entrance video. The entrance video and by Iron Horse. Yeah, exactly. Promos and cards will be from by Beast and nameplates. Supposed to be done by Twizzy. Hopefully, we will get that quarterfinalist. So, if you're in the top eight, all right, we're paying. Yeah, top eight. Uh, if you make the quarterfinals, you get 15 million coins, 500 wrestler bucks, and a company. If you're a semifinalist, one of the top four, you get 25 million coins and a thousand wrestler bucks, a company, and a nameplate. If you make it to the semifinals and do not move on to the final match. That's what you will end up with. The runner-up, the loser of the final, will get 50 million coins. I don't know if you can call that person a loser if they gain 50 million coins, 3,000 wrestler bucks, a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, and a trading card. I don't think you can call them a loser. You can call them, wow, you did a damn good job. But the winner, the winner of this year's Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, will get 100 million coins, 5,000 wrestler bucks, a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, a trading card, and an entrance video. <laughs> wow. 
I, it, it just staggers me that we're getting that much. Uh, that, and 137 thus far. I'd like to see 140 before it's all said and done. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll, we're going to continue to push the scene. If you haven't signed up, you need to get in there and do so. It is on, it's on the events tabs if you're in RAWF. It's just a few short down. Take a look. Uh, make sure you're in there. You might just, even if you think or believe you're in there, double check. Make sure you are. Uh, just, just to be sure. All right. So that is the biggest tournament we've ever held as far as payouts. And uh, I think we're pretty close to the amount of people we've ever had in the tournament. So uh, definitely the biggest tournament in RAWF history. That being said, also the biggest match for the for the World Heavyweight and Platinum Dragon Championship for both of the two biggest prizes in RAWF to two biggest singles titles in Wrestler Unstoppable. Mithras the Title Machine, who currently holds both titles, putting them up for grabs. Winner takes all in a triple threat match against two of the most storied, most decorated people, wrestlers in RAWF history. The Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness, a triple threat match for the ages, ladies and gentlemen. Those three will go at it for both those big titles. We are hoping to talk to Mithras tonight, later in the program. He will come on here, and I believe we will also be talking to his two opponents, the Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness. National title will be on the line, Lady Vex, to defend against a Nightcrawler. Men's Championship, Griff to defend against the Arsenal of the Month, Claymore. More on Claymore in just a little while. Estrogen Champion, Coug, the Cougar, will take on Europa Muscles. D's to defend his FUBAR City Championship against John Taylor, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. Midnight Hobo Championship, Uncle Frank to defend against Beast. We've talked a lot about Beast already tonight, and here, we, here he is again. Uh, three big matches for Beast tomorrow at Immortal. These, however, several big matches for him as he has to defend that Triple Crown Championship against the unsettled Chris Cage and Crazy Mama. Uh, Europa Muscles to defend the Multimedia Championship against R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer Money Sue while she also challenges the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball Championship. Tag team titles will be on the line. Hotness to defend against the former champions, the team they beat to win the titles, the Tootsie Rollers. White Lightning Championship, Nightcrawler to defend against the unsettled Chris Cage. So both those men with two big matches on the card tomorrow. Actually, three for Chris Cage. We'll get to that in a second. D's to defend his Champions Choice Championship against R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. He chose originally chose Teflon Sheik. Sheik declined. Killer Neptune stepped up. D's will now defend it against Killer Neptune. And D's will go on a little easy on Killer. A little easier than he has previous opponents. The only stipulation D's put out there is that D's can use defense and Killer cannot. So... Uh, that's 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 a li- easing up a little bit on the reins there. I Just I, I kind of wonder if you heard me last week. Well, maybe maybe I I don't know. I I was surprised that that was all. Maybe he just couldn't be bothered to think of any extra t- tips. Who knows? He's a busy man. Maybe he wanted to give Killa a somewhat 
fighting chance, although you can't really say it's, it's that much of a fighting chance. Defense, but you never know. Supreme Fighter Championship. Dees to defend against his old rival, Claymore. Claymore, Claymore, Claymore. Claymore's got some big matches tonight. He taking on Dees, taking on the Immortal Griffith. He's also got another match we'll talk about in just a few moments. Mancunian Maniac to defend his Hatfield and McCoy Championship against Zyberlinks. As we stated, Crazy Mama to defend the Hormonal Championship against her ex-husband, Beast. All right, and one we've been talking about for ages is this Fubar City Street Fight, which is technically the third fall in two out of three fall Fubar City Street Fight from several weeks ago on Superstars. Judgment taking on your boy Blaze McCoy. A lot on the line for both men. A lot of stipulations, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to say the least. Uh, we'll be keep definitely be talking more about that as the program progresses. Pandora's box of fun match against the the Joker. Mark Caliber takes on the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, Paragon looking to help possibly free the soul of the Crow. Uh, battle for the soul of the Crow. Uh, say that five times fast. Come on, Elvika. That's where you say that five times fast. That, 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 that. Okay, that works too. Damn it. Uh, high voltage steel cage match between Dr. Hogster Bundy and, and Damia, the mistress of the dark. And last man standing match, which is mask versus curse. Whoever wins this one. Claymore versus Wildfire. Claymore. Now, this is a bigger deal than what I, I, I originally thought about it, I have to admit but Claymore he's been Claymore is an unstoppable I mean he's been around unstoppable a long time and he's never ever he's always worn that mask he's never taken it off if he loses this last man standing match he actually has to reveal what's underneath that mask for the first time in his entire career El Vacant if he loses to Wildfire we know what Claymore has been thinking about this curse. He believes Wildfire cursed him and causing him to lose certain matches. Uh, so he's willing to willing to put this on, putting it all on the line. Literally, his identity when he takes on Wildfire tomorrow in the Superdome. Your your quick thoughts on that? I, I mean, on one hand, I mean, I, I kind of want him to lose. On the other hand, I. I, I I'm not sure I want to see what's under that mask. If he's been wearing it that long, it's probably all gross and icky under there. Yeah, the repercussions if he loses this match will be definitely interest. Will certainly be interesting because Claymore has never ever taken off that mask. Wildfire could possibly change Claymore's career forever if she beats him tomorrow in the Superdome. All right, other matches we have. I got, of course, that gauntlet match: the Teflon Sheik taking on Luigi Mario, Papa Shaker, and the Mass Turnup. Uh, in three separate matches, he must win all three of them. If he does not, he has to be RAWF's official janitor for a month. I, and that means, I mean, he's. I, I'm rooting for all three of those guys. I actually, I mean, but I only need one of them to win. But certainly I would love to see him get smushed and have to be a janitor for an entire month. I should have made the step for every person he loses to. He has to be he has to be janitor for a month. So if he loses all three, he has to be three months. 
I should have said that, but um, it's too late now. I've already signed the contract. Can't go there. All right. Anton Dare, the master of the parking lot brawl, is going to have one tomorrow at Immortals. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a, an immortal without Anton Dare facing someone in a parking lot brawl. This year, he takes on the great Baru, a newcomer to R.A.W.F. Barbed wire ring match. It will be Katrina Havoc taking on the masked psycho. Uh, okay. Yes. That one wants to be a good one. Those two have had their issues in the past. Uh, Flubar City street fight between Aggie, the pl- clown prince of hell. He's coming out of retirement, taking, taking off the managerial suit, stepping back into the ring at my behest. Okay, at my order, I should say. Taking on R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, Redneck Avenger. Other matchups on the card, Davila and Bubs, two R.A.W.F. Hall of Famers, will go at it in a, in a match. Chris Cage to take on Sin. Sin. Chris Cage wants to finish the job he started, started against Sin at unyielding. He doesn't feel like it was over. Didn't feel like it was finished. Sin... Who, who once he died, quote-unquote, died in that match at Unyielding. He took on a different persona and kind of forgot who he really was, but apparently he's now remembered. He and Chris Cage will go at it once again. Uh, El Vacant, you're on the card <laughs> tomorrow, taking, taking on the returning Slamette, who has returned after several years uh, off uh, resting, recouping, whatever the hell she's been doing. Uh, you pissed her off last week. Good job for you. Uh, no. Not, yes. No. Apparently she did. Apparently she did. She 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 did not uh, uh, like how you uh, like how you were flirting and went, and wanting on the knee and whatnot. Everybody loves how I flirt. That she it was just ev- playing hard. To get. Oh really? Well, she's definitely playing hard to get because the two of you will be fighting it out at Immortal tomorrow. Also, Revenge Gibson to take on Demented Fallen Angel tomorrow as well. Revenge Gibson, uh, of course, of the Wolfpack, Demented Fallen Angel of the Violent Rejects. Those two have had an issue after Demented Fallen Angel beat Psy the other day. Revenge Gibson came out. Those two will have a match tomorrow at Immortal as well. Other notable matches already scheduled. Uh you have this one has high has high ranking potential as prince you know when Dove, the the wind doves cry guy that you like there so much see, uh, see. he the takes purple. on the greatest bell voice in all of unstoppable in the great red dragon some rank definitely high stakes rankings there uh between those two uh other notable matchups tomorrow two former world champion Lady, former Lady World Champions will go at it as Raven will take on Haruki. Uh, let's see here. What else? Yeah, that's, that that, that kind of works out. Anyways, the full list will be up tomorrow, of course, when we make the Immortal scene. And we will be live tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. We Tomorrow, we will be announcing the two newest members of the REWF Hall of Fame. Yes, you heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. 
only two people getting into this year's RAW Hall of Fame. The committee making that decision earlier today. I've got the names here, but I'm not going to announce them till tomorrow. So, but you know, there's only two. So, dose. all right, dose, just dose this year. Anyways, all right. So those will be announced tomorrow, right here on. The Immortal 7 card. All right. Anywho, back to what we're talking about, all the things we're talking about. So, El Vacant, you look up and down this card at this historic card. Talk, Pick a match, and we'll talk about it for a couple of minutes. Any particular match you look at, very much looking forward to. I mean, interestingly enough, I, I, you know it's a late scummer. I'm really kind of interested in this Dees versus Killa match. Uh, it ought to be very interesting. I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think they matched agree. Up it is very interesting. Dees did let up on the steps just a little <laughs> bit. It, it could very well be possible for Killa to win this match, which is funny because Killa is actually the one that has been br- went around saying he, that he believes Dees has been doing it the right way, the way the Champions Choice Championship should be done, limiting, you know, putting all these impossible chips on them. I did. That was hilarious. Well, and because yes, to to to. And I'm it's actually the poster I decided to officially use for tomorrow's moral just because it's so hilarious. Because the original match was supposed to be D's versus Teflon Sheik. Teflon said no, thank you, which he is allowed to do. Uh, Killa went and tore a head, tore Teflon's face off the poster, taped his own face on there, and well, and even marked out the 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 name, the official nameplate, and put his own nameplate on there. It's hilarious. It's going to be a, the official poster for that match tomorrow at, at Immortal. So, all right. That, I agree with you. That could be very interesting. These has uh, got a huge night. So, let's talk about these because he's actually got five big matches tomorrow. Uh, and So, he's got to defend the Fubar City Championship against John Taylor. He's got to defend the Triple Crown against the Unsettled Chris Cage and Crazy Mama, both of who very strong opponents. He and his lovely lady Tiggs have to defend the tag team titles against the Tootsie Rollers, who, by the way, in singles competition tomorrow, and this was, of course, the luck of the draw, Moxie and Hobo have to square off against each other in their official rankings match for tomorrow's Immortals. So those two uh, are going to be busy as well. But uh, Dee's defending, Dee's and Tiggs defending the title against the team they beat for them. Dee's also, as we said, six sense of humor. Yeah, well, I yeah, I agree, but that's just the way it went. Uh, Dee's, of course, also defending the Supreme Fighter Championship against Claymore, and we know how his night is looking. Let's talk about – so what's your prediction on how Dee's – what does Dee's walk out with, and what doesn't he tomorrow at Immortal? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I suspect they will keep the tag titles. I suspect he will keep Fubar City. I think 
I think Champion's Choice, you know, he is he's taking real risk uh, against Killer Neptune. I think there's a chance he could lose that one. Um, and I'm not so sure on uh, Triple Crown, the Supreme Fighter. I could go either way on those. Yeah, I mean, I, but of course, you know, we've been saying we've we've asked this question for several months now, ever since he's held uh, these titles as a combination, and and he, each time he walks out with all these titles. Uh, he is right now. You, he calls himself Mr. R.A.W.F. Pay-Per-View, and he's out to prove it. Tomorrow, it's the ultimate pay-per-view. Dees walks out of Immortal with all, all these championships that he has right now. That will be a de- definitive Immortal performance. No doubt about it. Let's turn to Claymore to, now. Claymore, uh, an interesting night, to say the least. He has to take on Wildfire. Uh, of course, in that last man standing, but a lot on the line for Claymore. He, ha- if he loses that match, his his mask, his identity, his persona here in Unstoppable for many years has been that mask. If he has to remove it, what happens? And uh, that in itself very interesting. But Claymore also challenging for two championships, trying to get back into the title picture. Uh, he is Maybe challenging. What's that? Maybe he'd start being like a nice guy. Oh, God. I don't know if that's possible, but we'll see. Uh, he's challenging his one of his main rivals here at these for the Supreme Fighter Championship. You already said you're not sure how that one's going to go, but then he also has to step up to the Immortal Griffith for the Men's Championship. How do you think Claymore's night is going to go tomorrow at Immortal? Uh, frankly, very badly, because if you go, if you go, if you're in this business, if you start letting yourself believe in curses and mojo and all that stuff, you're, you're going to self-sabotage. And he believes that, you know, the wildfire has placed a bad Jojo, Jojo in him and, uh, his, his head is not going to be in the right place. You may be right. We shall find out. I may be crazy. Yeah. You may be great. You may be and never mind. Might might be a lunatic you're looking for. (laughs) Europa Muscles, a big night tomorrow. Three big matches for her, challenging the Cougar for the estrogen title, defending her multimedia title against Money Sue, and challenging the Sheik for the Powerball title. Any predictions on how uh, Europa night will go tomorrow at Immortal? I think Cougar retains. I think I think Europa retains, and and then I really really hope she she makes uh, uh um shrimp boy walk the plank. Shrimp boy, meaning the Teflon Sheik, whose night also defending that title against Europa, but also that gauntlet match. So, El Vacant, See? do you think he can beat? Can he beat all three? Luigi, Papa Shaker, and Turnup. Can he? I hate to say this, but yes, he's actually very talented in the ring. It is possible he could win those matches. Well, to tell I, I don't you think it's likely. Well, to be honest with, I got, I got to let tell you this. The Sheik made a statement earlier today, and he doesn't sound quite as confident. Let's take, let's take, let's take a listen. Hello.
no, 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 stop it. Stop the music right there. Enough. The, the Sheik has had enough. I've had it with this insipid build-up to Immortal 7. It's bad enough that the Sheik has to defend his Powerball title against that pirate wench. What's her stupid name? Uh, Vagina, Europa, Ginkgo Biloba, I don't know, Chrysler Cordova muscles. This would be enough on its own to have to deal with for anyone because the Sheik is going to see no less than 239 members of the Renegades making their way to my ring and trying to encourage their little sailor sow to get an unlikely victory over the Sheik. That is not going to happen. That challenge would be enough, but no, no. Now, my opportunity to squash three interfering infidels has been sullied by Lord I'm a douchebag. The Sheik was ready to get rid of Luigi Mario, that belt thief who is far too fixated on the Sheik's backside, I'll tell you. And considering he's a plumber, how disconcerting is that? Then the Sheik is going to get rid of Flex Turnip, that fickle little fart that he is. He thinks he's going to SSP me or headbutt the Sheik and his grats. No, not my, not my Arab crown jewels. The Garden of Good and Evil? No, no, it's not happening. And then, the infidel among infidels, Papa Shaker. Yeah, that deadbeat, tracksuit-wearing, dippity-do-hairstyled, brute-33-smelling son of a motherless whore says that the Sheik needs to earn his way past Luigi and Turnip just to get to him? That nerve of that ingrate, egotistical son of a... It was a done deal. And then Amadeus throws my own words in my face and makes all three matches must win. And if the Sheik loses even one match, the Sheik becomes R-A-W-F janitor for a month? Uh, I can't even fathom this coming to pass. But this imbecilic stipulation is now on the table as a possibility. The Sheik, the chairman of Terror Inc., the greatest entity in Unstoppable, a man of worldwide taste and renown, reduced to a custodial engineer. I'd be mopping floors and washing windows and cleaning toilets? No, never. Oh, this is not fair. This is an outrage. I'm beyond this. I'm, I'm Teflon Cheek. I'm fucking, and I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, gonna bow to me, dogs. Hello. The Sheik sounded a little bit uh, frustrated there, El Vacant. I think you may have gotten under their skin there, a little Lord, I'm a douchebag. I mean, Amadeus. Easy. What? <laughs> you have to admit it's at least a little funny. Oh, please. I've been here. He's not the first person to call me that. I've been around a long time. People were calling me douchebag. Wait, I don't want to. Why am I saying that? Anyways, anywho. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But no, he seems, uh, what's the word I want? Uh, rattled. That's the word I want. 
He definitely sounds rattled. Teflon Sheik <laughs> has a lot on the line tomorrow night at Immortal 7. Not just his Powerball title, but his dignity when he faces off with faces off with Europa Muscles for the Powerball Championship and then a three-person gauntlet against three people who really, really want to see him embarrassed in Luigi Mario, Turnip, and Papa Shaker. <laughs> oh, uh, I, 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 let's, let's bring on, since we're talking about it, let's bring on our favorite plumber, if we will. Uh, he is the one and only. I'm excited for you tomorrow. This is a match I want to see you win, uh, most certainly, because, you know, if you do win, there is no doubt that uh, Sheik will be our janitor here in RAWF, which means he also has to do uh, some plumbing jobs. He has to fix some, to- might have to fix some broken toilet after, you know, well, you know, beast sometimes when he, never mind. At any rate, there might be some problems. Uh, that you might have to show him how to fix. Are, are you willing to teach Teflon Sheik how to be a plumber if if he indeed loses one of these three matches? <laughs> Hell no. He has to figure that shit on his own. Oh, I, mean, I didn't wow. Go to, I, I didn't go to plumber school so I can fucking teach someone else to do it. I had to work my ass off to get that job. <clears throat> All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. I just thought maybe, you know, you'd be willing to sh- sh- show him a, a trick or two if if he needs to fix a, a clogged toilet. Uh, but, you know, all right. I'll let him figure it out on his own. No problem. Uh, Luigi, you are known for making history at Immortal. You were the first person to defend the super, the only person to ever fight for the, defend the, successfully defend the Superstars title on an RAW pay-per-view. The only one to ever defend it. Uh, and that was at Immortal two years ago. So uh, I am hoping and extremely, extremely excited for you to do so again tomorrow. Uh, any last words for the Teflon Sheik before the big match tomorrow? Let me just uh, tell Teflon what I'm going to do to him. Teflon, I want you to listen really well. Because what I'm going to do to you is I'm going to shove my plunger so far up the ass that you'll be eating out of, out of your mouth for forever because that's where it's coming out anyway. So you're very ready because I'm mortal. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to shove your head down the toilet so I can flush it 
so you can see your own shit swirling around your face because you are not going to, uh, you're not going to silence me ever again. Ladies and gentlemen, Luigi Mario is certainly fired up for tomorrow's Immortal 7, as he should be. Luigi, good luck to you. No doubt about it. I, uh, we are all rooting for you here. Aren't we, El Vega? Thank you. Oh, certainly. Dab 100%. All right. Thank you. All right. Whew. I, yeah, I'm getting fired up now. I'm getting fired up. Just Luigi being fired up. You know, you know it's big when Luigi's fired up, El Vacant. You know uh, Immortal 7 is going to be huge. Luigi, he doesn't go off on like, like that unless he's excited about what's coming up. So, look at – oh, my gosh. Woo! I'm excited, too. Excited, too. So – Ah, let's now turn to uh, our estrogen champion, the Cougar Cougs. Good evening again. Good evening again, LA. How are you? Let's talk about the match tomorrow. The estrogen title up for grabs as you defend against Europa muscles. So I'm not. I don't want to say she's made, you know, she, you you had some comments a couple weeks ago. She's been wondering what you wanted to, what you were referring to. Do you want to clear that up tonight? I'm just going to say that I stand by what I said. Uh, what I do find humorous is that people, some people seem to think that the only thing that can tarnish a belt is cheating. There are a whole lot of other things that can tarnish a belt. And just because I don't say something or comment about something doesn't mean I don't see it being done. Okay. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that's fair enough. You know, I'm not going to say you have to say anything other than that. Uh, so with that being said, on a, on a threat level to your title from 1 to 10, what is Europa Muscles? Maybe a 5. I'm really not okay. concerned about it. You know, I do have a lot of things on my mind. Um, if I lose, I lose, and I'll I'll be sad because it's Adam Mortal, and it's because it'd be to her. But I know that it's it's almost time to try and go for another title because you see, I've been getting itchy picking people I think would make a good estrogen champion and that kind of stuff. All right, fair enough. It will be a good one. Of course, Coobs, you are have been the greatest estrogen champion in REWF history. You had the longest reign um, a few years ago, and right now I think no one has held that title for the amount of time that you have. So uh, good luck to you tomorrow against Europa. Uh, it should be a hell of a match, to say the least. Uh, Thank you, Alex. Real quick, though, let's talk about a couple mem- other members of Anarchy tomorrow, uh, since they're not okay. here. Uh, Beast, of course, big night for him uh, tomorrow, as he has yeah. several big matches uh, on, on the card. So tell me, what's Beast's mindset right now, knowing what lays before him tomorrow in the Superdome? Um, 
I'm hoping that Beast has not made his head go completely wacko by all the footage he's watching. Because people seem to think that anarchy is not something to be dealt with. We don't jump into all these little challenges and trying to prove ourselves. And we actually go in, we watch footage for hours, watching people fight, so that when we go in, we go in prepared. And he has been watching three different people for the last at least two weeks. And I I just hope he doesn't go in confused. I know that he's wanting the... He's wanting to beat Frank. That's who he's really wanting to be, is Uncle Frank. And of course he wants to retain his gauntlet title. And I'm sure it would be icing on the cake to take the title from Crazy Mama. I'm kind of torn there because of course Beast is my boy. But I am definitely 100% female, and I'd like to see the title stay on a female's waist as well. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, a big night for Beast tomorrow. Uh, Let's talk about Bubs also taking on Davila. This one seems to be a grudge match. Now, can you you shed some light? Because Bubs... Bubs wasn't really forthcoming. I mean, she says she believes Davila's lost her edge. But to be honest with you, Bubs hasn't been around that much. Why does she think Davila's lost her edge? I mean, what's the deal? Why, 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 why Davila? Your guess is as good as mine on that one. I personally thought she would come back and go after either Cassie Joe or Cy because I thought she had unfinished business there, but instead she decides to go after Davila. You know, and Davila and I have had some major battles. Uh, I recently fought her. Well, not recently. She was one of my first defenses, and she's tough. So I don't know what Bubs was thinking when she went after Davila, other than wanting to be the student to take out the teacher. I, I, I think her moonshine's eating her brain. Well, as much as I'm kind of worried about Bubs, because you might be right, and it might also be a result of the, the injury, you know, the fact that she was in a coma, well, maybe, you know, maybe there's something there. Uh, she's not straight, head straight, head on straight, but someone we know whose head's not on straight, because it never has been completely on straight, but she's on, actually gone a little wackier than I ever imagined she would be, and that, of course, would be Paige. Uh, oh, good and, God. Uh, and Paige for some odd reason, decided to wake my alter ego, the man who comes around every Halloween, but decided to wake him six months early for Immortal 7 to challenge him to a cage match, and you know... Because that's such a lovely idea. Yeah, why why, why? Has she said anything to you about this? Why? I mean, you actually liked the idea when it was first brought up. Why? Just why? Well, I liked it because I thought maybe I could talk her into cutting your hair instead. Because she had always wanted to cut your hair. and I, Exactly. So I have no clue what's going on in the head of the twins. The, the twins are out there on a limb all by themselves right now. I have no clue what's going on with those two. They're not talking to me. I get the information as you get the information. Huh. 
which well, is not making me a very happy camper. No, I bet it's not. Well, thank you, Coogs, very much. And we'll find out tomorrow about all these matches we just discussed with you. Uh, yeah, I don't understand Paige's thought process in that either. And, yeah, other other than that, actually, it would make sense if she just wanted to put me through torture because she knows the damn maestro puts me through hell whenever he arises every Halloween. Apparently, she wanted me to go through that torture early this year here in 2020. Well, Thanks. Well, I was going to say. Maybe she thinks if it happens earlier, it won't happen at Halloween. Maybe. Maybe. I don't I, know. I, I, spo- I suppose that's possible. That could be a possibility. Hmm. Never thought about that. Good point. All right. There, Coos, see, now thank I, you. I got a good light on this. I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I never thought about that. That's a, that's that is possible. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick song break. We're going to play the official, uh, excuse me, official song for Immortal 7. And when we return, a lot more to talk about, a lot more to cover. I have a feeling this show will be extended tonight. So hang on. We're on for a a ride. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Yeah, darling, cry. 
We are back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus. This is L. Vacant. And uh, L. Vacant, it's it just this time of year I get so excited. We are just we – are, we are, what, 20 hours away now from Immortal 7, the biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history. Uh, I mean, you would think a week like this I'd be tired as hell with everything I've had to do, all the promotional shots, all the work I had getting organized, getting the ring and the setup all – all planned out for tomorrow, but I am I am How feel much like I have, oh I have had I have had I have had pots and pots of coffee uh, all week. I am running I am running on sheer adrenaline, but I feel great if you know what I mean. So we shouldn't ask uh, you to do surgery right now, is what you're saying? No surgery, but I, that was that's never been a good idea, to be honest that's with you, because you know, you know I you, no. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV, uh, but you know I watch it. But anywho, did you watch uh, Scrub? N- no, no. But I think I smoked Scrub, something yeah. called Scrub back in the day. If that helps, does that count? No, no, I didn't think so. Uh, John Taylor has a quick question. Well, John, you know if you have a question, you can always call in. I'm just saying. You know, we haven't heard from you since last year's all year since your last since your Hall of Fame induction last year. Wouldn't mind hearing from uh, RAWF Hall of Famer with a big match at Immortal. Uh, feel free to call in. You know the number. You know the drill. Uh, with that being said, I am now going to turn to uh, our lovely and national champion, big title defense against Nightcrawler tomorrow at Immortal. She's got. She is the one and only. Welcome to After Hours. Good evening, LA. You miss me? Oh, oh. I take absolutely. one week off and I take <laughs> one week to go take care of some business and everything blows up. I hear all these stories, all these people coming back, all these demands, and it's interesting. It absolutely that's, is. That's and more. A word. And more- <laughs> Immortal brings out a lot of people because the Xanther tournament we draw a lot of people in, and some pe- decide to stay and decide to see what RAWS all about. Uh, but you know that it is what it is. But real quick, I want to answer. I answered John, uh, but I'll make sure everyone knows that tomorrow 
at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So an hour into tomorrow's radio show, I will be hitting the button on the Xantha the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Uh, I will hit the start button on it at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, you, all of you have 22 hours to get in if you haven't already or to sign up or to ask someone for an invite to RAWS so that you can sign up. All right. Sorry about that, Vex. Back to you now. Your first immortal, even though you've been, you've been in the company a couple of years, you did have to take a break. We're unable to make immortal last year due to injury. This is your first pay, immortal pay-per-view. Uh, how excited are you for uh, Immortal tomorrow in New Orleans? Well, it's my first title at an Immortal. My first pay-per-view period was the Immortal in 2018, where Cy and I had that crazy match with all the coins and the box of glitter, and I think there was like one filled with honey or something. I don't remember. Um, I'm excited. Oh. There's there's a feeling in the air, and it's not Mr. Green Eyes. Um, I think good things are coming in the in the uh, world of RAWF. As much as I lament the way things have gone with certain areas, I it's no secret I'm not happy with Terry and what they've done. It's no secret I question factions that just pop up here, there, and everywhere, and then fade out like so many burning bandanas, but things feel very alive in RAWF right now. Certainly, they certainly do, Vex. There's no doubt about it. And, of course, you know, you're right in the center of it, right in the mix. You're one of the most polarizing figures in RAWF. There's no doubt about that, but tomorrow you face uh, Nightcrawler, who in his own right has been making a lot of noise, uh, winning the White Lightning Championship from Claymore a couple, you know, last month. Uh, and right now he is just he he likes to call people out. He's very active. He's very very uh, outspoken. And there's no doubt he has some skill. There, it seems to ha- he seems to have bloomed right before our eyes. So tell me. Uh, what your concern level against Nightcrawler is tomorrow at, at Immortal 7? You know, I, I've kept my eyes open. I've kept my eye on things. So I remember the last person we had kind of fly through the events, and they like to call a lot of people out, and um, they fizzled out. And I really hope that Nightcrawler doesn't fizzle out like Strangleheart did because – that would be tragic because, you know, when your rankings points don't do what you want them to do and you're only getting event titles, you end up bitter and just cranky like dead. Where you've got me, yeah, I lost the world title to Mithras, but hey, I lost the world title to Mithras. My former tag partner is going for the world title. One of the people that I've been in the ring with for major title, for world title, is going for the world championship against Mithras. I am in a circle that is like none other in most other companies where I've made it this far. And I would like to see someone like Nightcrawler keep that momentum up. Keep that activity up. Keep it going because at this point, 
we need those people. Well, we need those people that are going to stick around and do what they're going to do, and they're going to talk. And if they're going to keep a faction going, they're going to be part of that faction that keeps going. Because as you've seen with Anarchy, Cougar is the cornerstone of keeping that going. Bubs and Page fade in and out. Beast has his surges where he goes and he gets these titles and he holds on to them. And we see him every week in the shows, but how many people of anarchy really sit there in that central area? We see violent rejects. They they talk a lot. And they win with the tag or group. No. Gauntlet? No. They win something, okay? Um Really, the most notable part of that is Hobo and Moxie and Aggie. The most notable part of Terror Inc. was Claymore. She talks a good talk. Claymore sings a good song. So I'd like to see these people step up and be a quality example of what R.A.W.S. is about So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm excited for tomorrow because I think we're going to put on a good show. I hope like hell we put on a good show because the first time he mentions anything about the fail fairy, I'm going to smack him over the head with his own fucking guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that is what it is. That's a common. That's actually much more common than just a couple of people in Unstoppable. Trust me, I know. I read tons and tons of matches every week. But um, that being said, Vex, good luck to you tomorrow. And uh, real quick, the Xanther tournament. How, what you have? You do you have a goal of, of? Do you do you plan on winning the Xanther tournament? Is that your goal, or are you looking a little lower? What do you? Because when we're talking about over 130 people now in the tournament and possibly 140 because I think a couple people may have signed up during the show. So <laughs> what's your thoughts on the Xanther tournament and how far you think you can go? Um, actually, in Memorial tournaments, I try not to bag of tricks. I try not to scout. I try not to um, go all out. It's a personal thing. Um, if I go far in it, I'll be happy with it. But if I happen to not, it's not a heartbreak for me. It's just one of those personal standards. Um, I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't try to go far in memorial tournaments. I don't try to go far in awareness tournaments um, as a personal principle. So um, as, as good as it would be to win some of that donation back, I'd like to see a new star rise. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, she is Lady Vex. She is your reigning national champion. She takes on Nightcrawler tomorrow on the biggest, greatest show in RAWF history. Good luck to you, Vex. Thank you, L.A. All right. Next up, I'm going to bring on an RAWF Hall of Famer. Um he is one of our favorites, and uh, let's let's see what's happening. I gave him a big match last week here on uh, After Hours. He will be taking on Aggie, the Clown Prince of Hell, in a Fubar City street fight tomorrow. Let's talk to the one and only. 
fuck you. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Redneck Avenger. Good evening, R.A. Hey, how how my boys doing tonight? That's pretty well, pretty well. You're looking pretty uh pretty uh energetic this evening. I'm as energetic as I feel, which I haven't figured out yet. But uh yeah. you know, hell I'm loving it. You know, I Lady Vex and I don't agree on Everything, but you know, I gotta agree on her, agree with her with a lot of things that she just said. Uh, first of all, whenever it comes to the Xantha tournament, do your best and have a lot of fun because it ain't about really winning that tournament. You're gonna get some goodies if you win it, and that's great and wonderful, but they, that ain't the point. If you can't win those goodies on your own, you ain't worth a shit. Um, the point of it is to honor a good, good, good man who uh, inspired all you know, all of us that knew him, and all of us that got to be a part of his career before it was cut short. Uh, it's about honoring him and giving our best efforts to do that. Whoever wins it, wins it. So if you're if you're there just looking for the goodies, you ain't there for the wrong re- you ain't there for the right reasons. You are there for the wrong reasons, and you know you take a look at yourself. Um, the whole point of it is to honor a good man, and if you ain't ready to honor a good man with your best efforts, win or lose, then you ain't in the right place. Well said, all right. Well said. Couple questions I got for you. First of all, tomorrow the two I mentioned that there'll be two new RAWF Hall of Famers announced tomorrow at Immortal Seven. Tell me, tell me as a Hall of Famer how that feels. You went in last year. How does it feel to hear your name in, introduced on on the air uh, as an RAWF Hall of Famer? Man, it is one of the best feelings that I personally, I can't speak for any other human that is in WU, but I can speak for myself as the redneck Avenger. I've been in places that other people cannot describe, and that's okay. I don't ask them to. It means something to me. It meant something to me when I was inducted. I'm serious. There were emotions in me that I didn't expect. R.A.W.F. is a special, special, special company in that here we get to be who we are, not only displayed by our ability in the ring, but who we are as a character. You couple those two things together and you've got lightning in a bottle. And nowhere else on WU can you capture both of those crucial yet special things 
to a degree that you can to the Radical American Wrestling Federation. You can't touch it. You I mean it's like MC Hammer. You can't touch it, even if he's like running side to side in a predictable Space Invaders pattern. You cannot touch it. You have to be you. If you are falling short, it's one of two things that either you haven't put in your time or you haven't put in your effort. Whoever makes it into the RAWF Hall of Fame tomorrow has earned it. It's not a question. Whether I like them as a human or not, it doesn't make two micro shits. They've earned it, and I can trust the people who select who come into RAWF Hall of Fame have earned it. And that's all. Thank you, R.A. Now, of course, tomorrow at Immortal 7, you taking on uh, Aggie, the Clown Prince of Hell, Fubar City Street Fight. He, uh, you know, claims he is R.A.W.F. He claims he's been around. He's been around before you. He and that this is Immortal is his stage. His, uh, as a matter of fact, now that I you mention it, I actually have a statement from Aggie right here for you to listen to. Let's take let's take a look. Let me hear it, brother. <laughs> At the beginning, I promised my career in R.A.W.F. that I would be the most unique character and personality that any of you have ever seen. Immortal is my home. I am one of the best in the ring. I'm one of the best on mic. I'm one of the best at what I do. In L.A., you called me out. You threw the challenge of me against R.A. in a Fubar City Street fight, which is my home, and you know this. Immortal is my home. More importantly, R.A.W.F. is my home. So, Redneck Avenger, I respect you. You've done a lot. But you're the antagonist. I'm the protagonist. And I've also, you look back, I am more accomplished than you in R.A.W.F. I have double the titles you have, more than double the titles you have in singles. I am also a former tag team champion. I've had some of the biggest moments that this company has ever seen in pay-per-views. That's fitting because you're putting me on the spot to come back I think if the fire is still there after this Fubar City Street fight, that yes, I will be back for good in the ring. Now, triple threat match. We've got two of the other long-standing factions in the company with Wolfpack and with the Renegades, and with that, I will just say that we are ready, the Rejects are ready, and Hawkster is ready to prove that he will bring the violence to the other two combatants. And the newest addition to our little extravaganza in terms of the Violent Rejects is that 
I am Aggie. Immortal is my home. It's a place that I've thrown fear into mortals. Destruction at my hands was not enough. Now destruction is from the hands of my rejects. Now that is fitting for immortal. So, Revy Gibson, they say that hell hath no fury like a woman scored. But I promise you, hell hath no pain. The level of destruction from my demented one, what she leaves in her wake. <laughs> Revy, at immortal, my demented one will introduce you to the violence. So it was written, so it shall be. Those are the words of Aggie, the Clown Prince of Hell, R.A. Do you have a rebuttal, sir? You know what? I want to tell you this. I don't have a thing against what this man has to say. He has earned every single syllable of what he has said. He really has. He's a talented combatant. And I will never deny any syllable of that. The thing that I have any issue with is that, yeah, he has done a lot in R.A.W.F. And that's well and good. The thing that I have an issue with is that he's not expanded. I have represented R.A.W.F. in every stage that the entire game of wrestling unstoppable has to offer. I have been there. I have done that. I have gotten the t-shirt. And most of Renegade can say the exact same thing. You know what? That's all right. Every time he opens his mouth, and every time he talks about what he has to offer, he falls short because I am the red-necked one. I am he who drinketh the beer. And you know what? As far as he is gone, which I will not deny him, a syllable of it, he has not walked the path. He has not gone the distance. He has not done the things necessary to represent R.A.W.F. as a Hall of Famer outside of this company. He is a formidable opponent. I will not take him lightly by any stretch of the imagination. Only a syphilitic dumbass would take any Hall of Famer or even a on-the-cusp Hall of Famer for R.A.W.F. as something like. But understand, with no confusion, that as great as you think you are, hell, you might be. But definitely understand that there are those who have gone past the veil 
and they will come back and they will skull drag you to reality. And I am that reality. And if he doesn't understand that, he's about to get an education. Do you understand what I'm saying, my brother? My renegade brother, do you understand? All right, ladies awkward. and gentlemen. Hmm. That's an awkward radio silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like you're ready for a fight tomorrow at Immortal Seven. Good luck to you, sir. I'm always ready for a fight. Well, yeah, but you you know it's the biggest show of the year. Yeah, All yeah. right. So, with that being said, let's bring on uh, El Vacant, one of your favorites. She is the one and only Terror Inc.'s own. Good evening, Maeve. Why are you? Mm. Good evening, El Vacant. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I've been bad <clears throat> bad, but thank you for asking. I mean, oh. would my knee but, make things better? Big problem. Would my knee make things better? So, so oh, Maeve. Thank you. Uh, oh, I'm, oh I, you know my name. I I do know your name. I have I, I um, you know I I, I do. Why are you why okay? So you're mad at me because you haven't been officially assigned a match at Immortal. Uh, I haven't you know gotten to that part. What? I mean it was it was going to happen. I mean you. I can't give. Uh, uh, like, uh, 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 why don't you let me talk for a minute, Ali? Uh oh. That's why you brought me on here, ain't it? Mm-hmm. So over the last few weeks, I've sat back and I've kept quiet about the way I've been pushed aside, ignored, and disrespected by a lot of folks here in RWF, including you, Ali. Which I expected better from you, and maybe I shouldn't have. But don't think I didn't notice all the times I've been relegated to a side note, an accessory to whatever judge or blaze or God knows who else was doing. And even after I went and make a public statement about the simple fact that I neither require nor desire anybody's sympathy, or worse still, pity, I'm still inundated with well riches and offers from white knights. I'm a grown woman, and I can take care of myself. To that end, 
since you couldn't be bothered to give me a match, being so busy catering to folks who don't show up or never have two words to say for themselves, I've taken the liberty of securing me own match at Immortal. You what? Uh, what? Okay. Something I need. Okay. So, um, what would that be? Well, as you may recall, Lashik is a very busy fellow come tomorrow with all his matches. And as such, he got an offer from Razor that he just didn't have time for. So, if Razor's so keen to take on someone from Chevre Corporate, he's got his match. Wait, you want to take on Razor? Razor, of course, <clears throat> was going to challenge challenge Sheik, but apparently that wasn't going to happen. Sheik turning that one down. You say he's going to take on the Razor? You're going to take on the Razor? Yeah, that's what I said. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's 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 pretty good. How? Speak of the devil, ladies and gentlemen, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer uh, the Ra- and Powerball GM, the yeah. Razors. I didn't even know you were here, Razor. Uh, hi. Apparently, we now know how to summon Razor, have hot redhead talk about him. Razor, are you there? Or maybe not. Okay. Apparently not. See, it is I, Razor, the the tag <laughs> the GM extraordinaire. I am no, here to kick he ass never and talk- hit people with my chair. He never talks with that much enthusiasm. <laughs> oh wait, you're right. Hold on. <clears throat> That's right. I am Razor, and I will hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. Up oh, there he is. Hi, Razor. Didn't know you were here. I would have had you do a GM report. Uh, but now that you're here, apparently you're taking on Mave O'Hare tomorrow at Immortal 7 uh, in lieu of the Teflon Sheik who couldn't be bothered to face you because he's too busy anyways. But uh, how do you feel about taking on Mave O'Hare? Well, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm not real happy about it. I mean, I technically did want to get my hands on Sheik, but Sheik always does. He, he seems to put other members of Terra Inc., you know, before him. So and apparently. Let me stop you right there. Sheik ain't told me to do nothing, lad. I volunteered for this match. Okay. So let me ask you. Are you saying you don't want to face me, Razor? Oh, I'll face you. 
So, maybe real quick question. I realize you know you're upset with me for not making the match, but did you did you pick Razor just because you didn't have a match, or did you pick Razor because you didn't like the things he's been saying about the Teflon Sheik? I don't care what he says about the Teflon Sheik. What I don't like about what Razor's been saying is the fact that he feels oh so sorry for poor little Maeve who's stuck in Shevlicle Press. I mean, you have to admit you have the short end of the stick on that. You know, well, suddenly I... my feet don't feel so comfortable. What? You're like the I one bastion of light in the Hall of Darkness. All right. Well, it's official. Mavel here to take on the Razor tomorrow as Mortal Seven, and I'm sure Mave, you'll be wanting to make. I mean, it it it's a, it is a big match for you. There ain't no doubt about it, and a lot on the line for both of you. So, good luck to you both of you. Razor, anything to say to Mave? Yeah, uh, I will say this. I have never beaten Mave in a match. We've had a few. And yes, Maeve, I want you to bring the fire to the ring. Burn me up into a pile of ashes, because as the song says, legends will rise. Maeve, any final words for Razor? I don't have to ask her. She just talks. Okay. (sighs) Ah. Thank you, both Maeve and Razor. Should be a great match tomorrow at Immortal 7. Good luck to both of you. Elvacant? Elvacant? Word of advice? Hmm. Never piss off an Irish lady? What? All I said is that they're all a bunch of assholes and she's not. She's like... I'm talking about... I'm just talking about what I just went through, not you. It's not all about you, you know. Oh. Is it not? No. Oh. I'll have to take note on that. (laughs) All right. Let's bring back in Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment for a moment. Judge. Yes, sir. Judge. What's up, Judge? Let's yes, talk sir. about your match. Oh my gosh, what's what's the yes, sir? What 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 what? what, what, what? Judge, let's Team talk about Let's talk about the Fubar City Street fight with your boy Blaze McCoy tomorrow. A lot on the line, a lot going on. Uh, if you lose, uh, not only do you have to wear whatever I tell you to wear uh, for a while, uh, and apparently there's a punishment that this lady over here the cougar gets to decide for you as well cougs i I have a question cougs have you made any decisions on said punishment as of yet um i'm leaning towards making him my personal assistant as i've got a lot going on the next 35 days personal assistant yeah i don't you'll need a new You'll be assisting me. You'll need tennis shoes, notepads. Uh, you better get an iPad instead, just for me. You know, nothing for personal iPad. use. Yeah, you know, so you can take notes and. Well, that's so. 
to, so to, not to, only do I, well, wait a minute. I don't know if I want him to wear tennis shoes though, Coogs. I was thinking more of maybe stiletto heels. Mm. Stiletto heels. Well, I think I've seen some of those in a tennis shoe look. Oh, we might. Oh, okay. Well, we'll ha- we'll have to talk later. Whoa, 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 whoa. We can get hold together up. on that. Hold up. Thunder, lightning, boom, boom. What are you talking about? Assistant and says little speakers. I appreciate everything y'all doing. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, your, your your fantasies. But it's not going to happen because I'm going to beat Blaze. I'm going to beat him to the point where he 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 he's going to be another speed bump. At the auditorium. I mean, he, he's going to. I mean, Blaze. In a matter of fact, Blaze told me the other day, Judge, I'm beginning to think I'm maybe I shouldn't do this match. Maybe I should just swallow my pride, tag up with you, and we'll go from there. And I said, Well, if that's what you want to do, then I think that's what you should do. So I'm, 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 I'm right now saying that I think Blaze is backing out of the match, and I think it's all going to be settled right now. You don't even have to worry about setting the match on my desk. So are you going to attempt to kill him as well? No, I'm not going to kill him. I got something. Oh, speaking of killing, <laughs> I got something. Yeah, okay, I'll be your assistant. If I lose, I'll be your assistant. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, Judge, if you do manage to beat Blaze tomorrow, apparently he's going to get he's going to tag with you. Among, I mean, how do you feel about possibly tagging with Blaze? Is that is that an actual is that something you actually want out of this match if you win? It's going to be something that I need to keep an eye on because who knows? He could refuse, you know, he could he could turn. But I'm I'm going to give it a chance. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to see what happens because I, I I think I think he can. I mean, if he can. You know, he, he he's going to have to come join forces with me, and 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 he you know wouldn't say it. You can't beat him, join him. So he decided he should join me up. So yeah. Judge Blaze in the chat says, "Judge, keep dreaming, then hook, line, and sinker. Next thing you know, you're on the couch crying like a baby, spilling your guts. Nice try. No backing out here. That's your thing, Judge. See you in Fubar City. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, I'll see you in Fubar City. We'll see you in Fubar City. And then he says, tag with Judge. No way. He doesn't team well with anyone. Don't worry, Judge. I will make sure we don't have to worry about a team at all. In other words, he plans on kicking your ass in the streets on Bourbon Street tomorrow at Immortal 7, if you you didn't understand. Well, he he can he he can he can he can keep dreaming because you know here's the thing I'm I'm, I'm just gonna have to carry him to another title like we always do. But you know, speaking of titles, Amadeus, it's been a tradition every immortal. I give you a gift, and I happen to have you a, a gift right here. I was hoping Since we're you down for, here. I was hoping you'd forget. No, I mean we're we're, we're down here. What were we at again? Where we at again? New Orleans, Judge. New Orleans. Yes, yes. We're in the New Orleans tonight, right? No, no, we're not here tonight. Yeah, we we're kind of. We're, we're, no, we're, I'm going to give it to you tomorrow night. I'm going to give it to you tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Okay. You're going to give it to me tomorrow. Mm. Should I give it to him tonight or tomorrow night? Right. Let me see. Hold on. Should I give it to him tomorrow night? 
Give it to him tonight. Give it to him. Who you can enjoy to? it. Okay, you can enjoy it. I'm talking to himself. Self? Yeah, self. Okay. Self is here for, for the big event tomorrow night. So, self is here? Self is here. Oh, yeah, self is right here. See him right here? Well, let's talk to him for a second. Can we say, hey, self, how you doing? That's good. How are you doing? That's good. That's good. Did he say... I don't know what the hell he said. But okay. Give some, okay. Here you go, Amadeus. This is something for you. What? I took it upon myself. I found this the other day down here at this museum in New Orleans. It's apparently the New Orleans Saints official. Uh, when they won the Super Bowl, that Drew Brees, you know, that Drew Brees quarterback. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's his jersey. It's his jersey. So I figured you would you would like that. You got I just that. took it out of the museum. I, 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 it, was, it was there, so it was for taking. Is it take your picture with it? So I took my picture. I took it. I didn't have a camera here. So I had the camera at home, so I took it. Take a picture. Oh. There you go. Yes, sir. Thanks, yes, Judge. Sir. Thanks, Judge. Um, yeah. You're welcome, sir. I'm expecting the police any minute now. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Anytime, sir. You know I'm always good for you. And I have just confirmed that uh, your your girl. Gwen Stefani will be here tomorrow night. She she she's re- she's at the hotel relaxing. You, you right promise, now. right? This is a, this I is, promise. This is a, you're not you're not pulling because you know you, you this this Jersey thing just makes me realize you probably you don't probably don't even have Gwen Stefani. I mean seriously. I got Gwen Stefani. Come on, who doesn't like Gwen Stefani? You you don't. Well, I, I, not true. I don't. But I I was being nice, so I got her. But yeah, I I just I, I just. All right, Judge. Well, I I thank you, Judge. Good luck to you against Blaze You're welcome, tomorrow. Mama yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything else, sir? No, that's good. Thank you, Judge. You're welcome, sir. I'm a Radinol, ladies and gentlemen. Radinol, the wonder drug. And enjoy Amadeus. Try try to judge yes. John Amadeus and take a picture. Uh, we'll take a picture later. Put it on. Put it on. Later. Oh, the ring later. goes with it. There's a ring that goes. I'm not with putting, it. Judge. I'm not putting it on. Just, just go. There's a ring. Please. There's a ring. Get, give me I have ring. people to talk to. Bye, bye, Judge. All right. Well, he got the ring too. Elvake it. See. Why? Why do we have? Why do we have? I know you hired him. Oh, he was okay. here before me. Oh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow at Immortal Seven there will be a first ever Pandora's Box of Fun match. I bring back the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, let's talk about the match against Mark Caliber. This has been an ongoing situation now for several months. Um it is now we are now less than twenty hours away from the big match against Mark Caliber. Tell me, here, right here at the um, in the final uh, final hours, what's going through your head uh, as as go as it goes towards the Joker Mark Caliber? Oh yeah, can you dig it out there, all you cool cats and kittens? This is R A W F after hours, and I hope you are feeling tasty. This is the velvety smooth voice of a player named P.O.G. And it's immortal season, baby. 
feeling pretty good. You know, come on, you got to get hyped. You got to have some fun. It's immortal. Immortal. <sighs> one night away. Can you believe it, LA? I mean, if, if you're not having fun right now, when are you going to have fun? This is the best time to be in this business. This is the best time to be a fan, to be a wrestler, to be anywhere near this industry. You are going to be having a great time. Immortal 7, my goodness. You know, I could be talking about all these bad feelings, all these worries that I might have, but I think that the best thing to talk about right now at this moment is how good it is to be here on After Hours for every single one of you in the back and everybody around the world. Wow. Wow, Paragon. You you threw me for a loop there. I thought all of a sudden I was talking. Wow. Okay. I thought I was. It's Paragon Exotic. A Paragon Exotic, apparently. A new, a new, a new facet. But I, I suppose, I suppose it wouldn't be a shock to find out you had a, an alternate identity because we certainly know your opponent in that Pandora's box of fun match tomorrow has an alternate or possibly a dominant identity in the, the Joker. Talk to me about the Joker and what you need to do to win the to win that match and possibly, hopefully, free the soul, free the identity of the Crow, Mark Caliber. Okay, now it's time to crash back down to earth. It's time to talk about something real. Uh, You know, of course, I'm having a lot of fun here, but this is a really serious situation. Uh, You know, uh, I I may have another match that we will talk about later tonight that is all about the spectacle and is is a huge thing. But this this situation is all about personnel. It's 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 personal. It's all about personal feelings and the fact that a good friend of mine, somebody who I've known in this business long before my time in RAWF and somebody who I've closely worked with virtually my entire career in Unstoppable, has lost his damn marbles. And I feel like when I'm watching this and I'm seeing – all kinds of people like encouraging this Joker behavior and not realizing this, this isn't a character change, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't like a man trying out something to get some new attention in the wrestling business. This is a man who is unwell, a man who is broken, a man who needs help. And I see, see him and I realize that perhaps by circumstance perhaps it was always meant to be this way that responsibility falls on my shoulder as the joker turned his attention to me tried to dig up my past tried to bring the monster out of the paragon of greatness knowing that the one thing that is most dear to me isn't championships it isn't glory it is the R.A.W.F. universe, all of our fans around the world, all of the work that I put in for everybody behind that curtain, from the boom microphone operators to the wrestlers to the referees to the people in catering. I love R.A.W.F. and have always been about doing whatever I can to make this company as great as it possibly can be. And he wants to take that from me and turn me into somebody who doesn't care, to turn me into a monster who would see everybody in my path laid to waste. So this is a personal matter more than just a friend who needs help. 
because he's not the only one that needs saving at this pay-per-view. Myself, I need to avoid destruction. And I think that the only way that I can do this is to do what I do best. I walk out there in the Superdome. I look around that arena. I look at the fans and the smiles on the children in the front row, and I realize that this is what I wrestle for. This is why I am in this business, and I cannot, I cannot lose that. And I totally agree with that, Paragon. You, you def- this is definitely an a important match, to, not just for you, but for... gentlemen, the Joker, Mark Cowards. Mark, good evening. Hello, L.A. <laughs> well, Mark, we are on the eve of your showdown with the Paragon of Greatness. For months now, you've been bringing into question why he panders to the fans, why he doesn't show his true self, what he's you know what and you've been trying to get under his skin and it doesn't seem to have worked what is your plans for immortal oh you know I have been thinking about that and Perry do you mind if I give you my final thoughts before our encounter tomorrow night. <laughs> I think we've gotten this far. I, there's nothing you could say that could hurt me at this point, Joker. Go ahead and shoot. Oh. Is there? <laughs> well, you know, Perry, as I said before, All it takes is one teeny, tiny, little push. And I think I do have that teeny, tiny push that just might be able to bring out the monster within. Okay, so what 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 is this this Joker ace up your sleeve? Uh, go go ahead, hit me with your best shot. 
But you see, Paragon, you always talk about how you do it for the fans and the people in the back. But then, all the months we've been feuding, not one person in the chat of our of after hours, excuse me, has spoken up for you. In fact, the only people that seem to care are the ones that agree with me. That you should turn dark. <laughs> and even LA himself even doubts. <clears throat> that you even want to be the good guy. <laughs> wow, that's um, some heavy words there. I, You know what, L.A.? Uh, my goodness, this clown can suck the fun out of a room really quick, can't he? You know, that's, that's not what clowns are supposed to do. But, oh, you know... You're not wrong, Joker. I, I can't. I can't deny what you're saying is true, and I, I can't deny that that does in fact sting a little bit. The fact is that that. Give me a second. <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to keep an up, upbeat tone about this. I'm trying to keep a smile, and sometimes it's hard. Hell, sometimes it's damn near impossible because the Joker's right. This is this is something that I've dealt with possibly too long. Something I've dealt with nearly my entire career. I always try to stay chipper. I try to be Mr. Positivity and the fact is that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And um, a lot of these times on these radio shows, uh, especially if they're not called out directly to do so as they were this evening. Uh, it's, it's true. I'll, I'll come out here. I'll do my uh, spiel about how I, you know, I work for the fans. I work for the people in the back and a lot of times I get nothing. I get no response. I get crickets or worse. I get people that just flat out don't believe me. They look at the, these smiles and they think it's disingenuous. There's no way that somebody could possibly have that positive of an outlook that could possibly care that much. There's something beneath the surface with this Paragon guy, and there's something wrong with him. And I, I understand that. But here's the thing, Joker. I love it. You know, I, I come out here every week, and sometimes you get a, you get a rotten tomato thrown at you when you're trying to talk, and that's part of this business. you got to roll with the punches. you got to go out every single night and give it your all, fail or succeed, whether you impress the crowd or not, as long as they were entertained for that evening. It doesn't matter if they love Paragon of Greatness or not, because I know when I go to the Superdome, when I look out into that crowd, Sure, there are going to be people that have nothing to say about Paragon of Greatness that's positive. There are going to be people that want to see me out of this building, out of this company, out of this industry. Nobody can stand Mr. Smiles. But there's also going to be a sea of fans chanting my name. Thousands of children at home 
with Paragon of Greatness t-shirts, watching their hero wrestle the evil clown at the biggest show of the year. And these people need something to believe in. And I'll be damned if it's going to be the joke clown or the monster paragon that they see at the end of Immortal. They're going to see the crow fly again, and they're going to see Paragon of Greatness standing high in the corner of the ring, his hands raised, and him saying, I love you to each and every one of those fans. Thank you to each and every one of those fans. I couldn't be here, and I wouldn't do this without each and every one of you to those fans, because that is what I stand for, and that is what I will always stand for. Joker, give me everything you got at Immortal, because I'm going to return with, you know what, I don't have to give you a catchphrase about it. I don't have to tell you this epic closing line. You know who I am. You've seen me for almost a decade in this business, and you know what I can bring to the ring. So if you think that mind games are going to work against me, you've got another thing coming. We'll be seeing the crow soon. (laughs) I think the one person who will be seeing the crow soon is you. Once I'm done with you, both you and him will be chained into my asylum. <laughs> Pandora's Box of Fun Match. The Paragon of Greatness takes on the Joker Mark Caliber tomorrow at Immortal Joker. You can go now. Thank you. Fine. Uh, so, uh, L Vacant, it there's a, it's gonna be a that's gonna be a great match between Paragon and Mark Caliber. However, there is a bigger match, much bigger match tomorrow at Immortal Seven. It is the main event of Immortal Seven. A triple threat match for the World and Platinum Dragon Championship against three of the most decorated superstars in RAWF history. Let's bring on to start the man who holds both the World and Platinum Dragon Championships, he is the one, the only. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the title machine. He is Mithras. Good evening, Mithras. Hey, I'm Uh, 
Bacon, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, actually. How about you? I'm good. But hey, Amadeus, what's going on? Heard what? Paragon of what? Greatness. What's yeah. going on, Mithras? We are just, <laughs> we are just yeah. a few hours away from the biggest match, I dare say, in yeah. R.A.W.F. history. Several weeks ago, you came yeah. on here and laid the challenge out to the Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness for a triple threat match. Originally, you were supposed to sk- defend the world title against Griffith. You were def- supposed to defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against Paragon, but you decided to up the stage, up the ante, triple threat match for all the marbles, the two biggest titles and all of uh, singles titles and all of Unstoppable on the line, and you, you've made no bones about it. This is what you wanted, this, and but why, Mithras? Why, and why now? Why now? Well, who else would have the guts to innovate and break new ground and put a lot, really, everything at risk? Why not? You know, it'd be easy, like some of these other champs, <coughs> chic, uh, to just have, you know, a, one match for whatever crap title he, he, he had. The one he has now is going to be won by Sagina, and then it's going to be a good title. But I don't think really uh, anybody would have done it, because if they would, they would have by now. Um Plus, you know, wanted to see the company innovate and uh, provide an opportunity for the two greatest uh, in R.A.W.F. You, you called me the most decorated, but they are, too. I mean, they're, they're, you know, at the top. And I thought they deserved an opportunity uh, to get both titles in one night. And quite frankly, if I lose which I hope I don't. If I lose both titles, I still win. Because I was the guy. I was the man who came up with the idea. Foolishly or not, it was me. And so I'll always go down in history, maybe as smart, maybe as stupid, but I will be the guy that decided to do both titles in one match. And uh, the production crew, guys in the back, were very supportive. And they were talking, and that's where I got the idea. Well, Mithras, it certainly has been a hell of a ride for you uh, over the last couple of weeks. I've been watching, been reading the Freedom Saga. That has been very entertaining, to say the least. Um, there you. was one thing I wanted to read to everybody. Something you said in part two. Uh, it was it was very. In R.A.W.F., those two mountaintops, you were you were say, referring to the mountaintop and saying, unless, of course, there are two mountaintops. And in R.A.W.F., those two mountaintops are the World Heavyweight title and the Platinum Dragon title. The World Heavyweight title, because it's the most difficult R.A.W.F. title to earn and keep. The Platinum Dragon title, because it's named in honor of a past R.A.W.F. grade. If the World Heavyweight title represents the physical and mental strength of the title holder, then the Platinum Dragon title represents the heart and soul of the company. Anyone holding either of those belts carries a big responsibility and, let's face it, a big target on their back. You've only held, I've only held both for a short time. This Sunday, I will be defending both of them. It was very poignant 
very true about those two championships. And uh, you will be the first ever to defend both of them in the same match. So, as you say, win or lose, you will definitely have made RAWF history. But I'm sure you want to win that match more than just about any other match you've ever participated in. Well, let me say this. If I came off as a little too relaxed earlier, it's because I'm in the zone. You know, I, I got the Mithras <clears throat> chill gum. Um, down in Savannah for uh, for a while, hanging out and uh, chilling out, even though it's usually hot and humid down there. But anyways, down in Savannah, and I went down and looked at the Garden of Good and Evil, where that was originally uh, in the book. And it got me thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, about good and evil. And where do I fall? And where do you fall? Where does, you know, Vex fall? And where does Griffith fall? And where does Paragon fall? And, and, you know, where does Europa fall? And too many times people want a single word. Heel. Villain. Face. Hero. And none of them are true. And so part of the innovation, not just putting all three you know, all two, both titles in, up for, you know, one match is breaking the mold again by saying, let's face it, no one's pure good, no one's pure, you know, evil. Uh, Paragon was just talking earlier tonight, um, and as was that crazy Joker guy, about good and evil, one extreme or the other. There is no extreme. Everybody's a little bit of both, maybe more good, maybe more evil, but they got a little bit of both. And that's what goes down to the heart and soul is a little bit of both. And the struggle internally is to decide which one you want and are going to be. That's down to the heart, your heart and soul. And that's the freedom that I was talking about for the last couple of weeks and tonight you'll see in that promotion the culmination of good and evil and the battle between both it is definitely going to be the ultimate battle between three of REWF's greatest stars let's bring in the one, uh, the last one that we haven't talked to tonight, he is the RWF men's champion. He is the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship and aptly named for the pay-per-view, Immortal 7. He is the one and only. I am Immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think?
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Good, good evening. So, you heard the words of Mithras, the title machine. Uh, biggest match in REWF history tomorrow. Final thoughts with the, with the match just hours away. Final thoughts. Look, uh, you know, the smart marks out there all over the internet have been calling me an idiot for accepting this match, for giving up my shot, so- you know, as a, as a solo shot at the biggest title in the game. You know, uh, people are sitting here questioning whether, whether, you know, I've lost my mind, what, you know, what's going on, but they don't understand. They've never been the champion. They've never been in that ring. They've never held the glory. They don't, they don't, they don't understand what they're talking about. You see, yeah, I, I could have, I could have just had my normal main event match at Immortal, gone out there, had a match. And I, well, let's be clear. It would have been a hell of a match um, with Mithras and, you know, possibly walked out as the six-time REWF champion. Uh, and that would be lovely. It would be great. But but at some level, when you've done the things that I've done, when you've t- t- to kind of steal a little of the, the analogy of my opponent here, when you've climbed the mountains I've climbed, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's just one more mountain. It's, it's no big deal. But suddenly, suddenly someone, someone points out, a new mountain, a mountain no one's ever climbed, a mountain, mountain that no one even knew existed before. And but but to go after that mountain, you have to give up something that you have, something you have guaranteed. I mean, someone with an actual heart of a champion, they don't even blink. They go after the new challenge. They go after the bigger challenge. So when this came around, I had no choice. Of course, I said yes to this. Of course I said yes I will be in the biggest match this this industry has ever seen with two of the biggest other names this industry has ever seen so you know it's all those doubters out there thinking I've lost my mind thinking that I'm an idiot thinking other you, you stay in your small little minds and your tiny little hovels and you believe what you wish to believe but those of us who aspire those of us who know what greatness is those of us who are the machines of this industry, we understand that there is more in heaven and earth, Horatio, than your minds can comprehend. And come tomorrow, all the world is indeed a stage, and all of you will be watching. That should tell you how much I've lost my mind. Every single one of you will be watching us. Who's the small one now? Well said, Griff. Well said. I now turn to Paragon. Uh, you, of course, also the, uh, the third participant in this um, in the biggest match here in R.A.W.F. history. You've heard the words of Mithras. You've heard the words of the immortal Griffith. What say you with just hours to go before this humongous event you know approximately an hour or so ago a little less uh, Mithras came out with another edition of his ongoing scenes of this month and first of all I 
I absolutely implore all of you, go check it out. The man is very well-spoken, and he always is able to make a point. Within this, he, perhaps in jest, made a comment about how Paragon of Greatness, you know, probably spends his time delivering meals on wheels and helping old ladies cross the street, you know, building toys for poor children at Christmas time, uh, donating all of his money away to charity, uh, all of these kinds of things. And he said this in a way that was almost as though it were critical of these types of behaviors. And while I'm not one to advertise my charitable exploits, he's not wrong. I spend a lot of my time doing these kinds of things because that's what I believe in. I believe in a better world for not only myself, but for everybody around me. And he said something about how there's nobody truly good. There's nobody truly evil. And that while spoken incredibly well, I do believe is the reason why Mithras, the title machine will not walk out of immortal with the platinum dragon and world heavyweight championship because on both sides of the ring of him, you have the immortal Griffith. You have somebody who would violently, maliciously, and without a second thought, put his boot through his opponent's neck if they crossed him. And you've got Paragon of Greatness, somebody who would sacrifice every last drop of blood in his body for the fans in attendance and the fans around the world. And while Mithras the Title Machine is, in fact, a machine and possibly one of the greatest, hell, not one of the greatest, possibly the greatest superstar of all time. He lacks a cause. And you can, you can say that this is about freedom, but that's nothing but a facade. The fact is that all that means is that you lack focus. You lack reason for doing what you do. And for all things considered, even with the fact that I believe Mithras the title machine needs to focus more, what he has done by facilitating this matchup, he's right. He's accomplished probably what he intended to accomplish in the first place. He has made history and he has made an indelible mark in the column of history for himself because nobody is going to forget this match and nobody is going to forget that it could only happen because Mithras, the title machine, found it within himself to perhaps make the boldest challenge in the history of this business. But to leave you with some parting thoughts, L.A., and I think that this is poignant, especially in all of this talk of good and evil, immortals, and everybody that's going to be watching the show. When this matchup was announced, all three participants had very different reactions. 
Mithras the title machine, was able to make this proud announcement, embolden himself, prove his mark on history, and make himself even more elevated in the eyes of the wrestling world, thinking about him. The immortal Griffith, very first reaction, he talked about how much money is going to be made. Once again, thinking about himself. Paragon of Greatness was given the same news, and his reaction was, what a great moment for the fans. When we walk into this main event, there are going to be three men, and they're all going to give everything, and I can guarantee you the crowd's going to be split between all three of them. Everybody loves a hero. Everybody loves a villain. Everybody loves a show-off. But there's one person fighting for something greater than himself, and that's me, and that's why I have to win this championship because I'm not fighting for myself. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, the biggest match in RAWF history will happen against arguably the three biggest stars in RAWF history. They've all earned their spots to be in this main event. They've all earned everything they've accomplished. They've all earned to do what they do here in RAWF. Make no mistake about it. It will be Mithras the Title Machine. The Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness battling it out for the two biggest prizes in RAWF. Thank you, gentlemen, and good luck to each of you. Amadeus? Yes, Mithras. Amadeus? I don't, I, sorry, I'm not going to leave that go. I, I'm not going to leave that go. Who the fuck do you think you are, the Paragon of Greatness, defining me? The whole point, and you missed it, is that most people aren't defined by a single word. We don't need to go out and, and do the charity work and talk about it and show it off. Most of us do it anonymously, right? And doing it for myself? Are you fucking kidding me? This is for the company and the fans. And let's face it, most people don't fall on either extreme. You know, most people aren't talking up their charity or about how most people, the fans, the everyday average working guy, working girl even, is in between. Because you can't be one end or the other unless you're the freaking, you know, devil or Jesus Christ himself. And none of us are. So don't say and don't put me in a box that I'm doing this for myself. This idea was brilliant, and I'm not taking credit for it. So we'll figure this out tomorrow. You got my word on it. All right. Last words by the champion, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be a hell of a match tomorrow at Immortal 7. Gentlemen, good luck to all three of you. It's going, I can't wait to see it. Uh, L Vacant, we're going to have a short promo segment here before we go out and uh, I'll let you promote anything you'd like to promote and then I'm going to promote a couple things and we'll call it a night and get ready for tomorrow night so El Vacant what do you got 
Um, I mean, not, nothing really. I, it's, uh, I, I have to, I have to get up early. I have to work out. I have to take my vitamins. I have to make sure my cape is all nice and wrinkle free because I have a match. Well, I have a match at Immortal. <laughs> Come watch my match at Immortal. There you go. Thank you, Vacant. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to. I'm, when I'm speaking here, I'm speaking to managers, not wrestlers or characters. Remember, folks, right now the world is a different place. Anxiety and fear are in everybody. It affects the situation. It affects everybody. So when you're talking with somebody on a chat, in a scene, in a match, when you look, remember, they're going through the same things you are right now. Try to remember that what they might be going through as well as you. Tomorrow night, Immortal Seven, ladies and gentlemen, will be live right here on the air at nine at what did I say, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It I almost said nine, but no, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network, and of course, all the matches for Immortal Seven will go out tomorrow uh, early. And uh, so be here at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament will start officially at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be announcing the new members of the RAWF Hall of Fame right here tomorrow night. For L Vacant and all the other RAWF superstars, we wish you a good night. And we'll see you tomorrow at Immortal 7. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.